demons. We, watch out! Watch out for demons. There, there's my intro. I was kind of working on that for a little bit. Yeah, buddy. I think that's the best intro you've ever done. Thank you. Nice. Take yeah. A, it's it. Wait. It's not. It's not this video. It's the theater. Or I don't know. That one wasn't so good, but the first one was hot. Yeah, they're both good. They're both Thank equally you. good. Welcome to another episode of Movie Club, everybody. Derek and Rocco here again, once again, without Sean. Yeah. What, what was the last movie we did without Sean? We oh. were upstairs. We, oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, not Bull Durham, because I wouldn't have watched that if you hadn't been there. <laughs> no, Sorry, not that, was, Bull Durham. that was mean. Um, yeah, that's a good... What the hell was it? I don't even remember. This is killing me now. I'm gonna. I will find out. We're I'm not gonna move on until we figure this out. No, no, this is important. And it was ambul ambulance. Call the ambulance. Call the ambulance. Yeah, he wasn't there for ambulance, and he's missing today's episode. Yeah, which is demons. And you know what? Both of those were my picks. Yeah, and that's I, weird. I'm starting to get a little suspicious on why Sean is. Always curiously absent when I'm picking the movies. Yeah, that's weird. You know, um, I sat through uh, Bonnie and Clyde for this guy. I watched the baseball movie for this guy. And yeah. he won't even do me the courtesy of watching Demons. Come on. Yeah. I specifically picked this movie for Sean because it had all the things I knew Sean would love. Um, being locked in a movie theater. Yeah. Uh, your face exploding, being chopped in half by a helicopter, yep. Yep. Uh, having your throat ripped out, um, being blind, having your assistant. Yeah, um, he leave loves you. This stuff. Yeah, being abandoned by your assistant because they want to go have sex in the movie theater. Like, yeah, I don't know why he couldn't just man up and get it done. Truth um, be told, I don't know if Sean would have liked any of those things, but I was looking forward to hearing his opinion on those things. Well, I can fortunately I did communicate with him. I got him to watch it and I can give his review for him. He couldn't be here today. So I will relay his review. Uh What the fuck was that noise? That was Sean's review. He was they're so literally scared. they're literally messaging me if they can call me real quick cuz I think they're they're working on pack stuff. And they didn't want to call me. But you know what? Your timing was bad. Sorry, no, bucko. I can't do it. Uh, here's what Sean wanted to say. Uh, I, I don't need to go. I don't need to be going to theater with demons in it. Nope. Yeah, this is a fucking bummer. I got yeah. I got to watch a movie with a demon. Can I watch? Can I just go to the movie with my kids? I got to sit with a demon. No, thanks. Yeah, I don't think he would have liked this movie either, nope. but it would have been one of those movies, I'm convinced, where I could have talked him into liking it by the end of this episode. <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, you know, the more we talk about it, the more I think I'm starting to like demons. But yeah, I guess we'll never know. Yep. Um, well, you watch demons. Yes. I mean, we still have Rocco. We still have me. And yeah. I watched it. And uh, what did you think of the movie? Well, I, I didn't know what to expect. Because I think you, I had just, I mean, we didn't talk about it a ton before I watched it. Uh, I thought, oh, cool. I've never seen a, uh, what, what's fucking uh, Argento, Dario Argento? Yeah, Dario? this movie is produced by uh, Dario Argento, the Italian director, producer, filmmaker. Yeah, so that's what I didn't know. I was like, oh, I've never seen a movie directed by him. Oh, but it's not directed by him. I didn't realize that. I okay. didn't realize that either. Yeah, I I, I had heard and and. Truth be told, it was advertised on everything. It's a new movie from from uh, Dario Argento. Yeah, but it he didn't direct it. He, well, it was, he pre, he was 
produced he it. produced the movie, and I think it's you know he might as well have been directing it. I yeah. don't know how close the relationship was between producer director, yeah. but I'm assuming they were best buds because you know this felt like similar to his other movies that I had seen. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say uh, you know it's like that with like George Lucas in the '80s. You know, he really only directed star- the first Star Wars and you know whatever, but. He was producer on Willow and like all these other movies. He was on set the whole time. He was just having someone else behind the camera. You know what I mean? But he he was on set like navigating the whole thing. So sometimes producer counts for more than what you think it might be. You know, even though a producer is already obviously a big role, but he could have been very involved in this. But I don't know. I don't know him. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had never seen this movie before. Yeah, and, I, uh, I this- hadn't. This was my pick. I had heard of this movie because a friend of mine uh, has this logo tattooed on their stomach. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was the, like, it literally says demons, or is it in another language? No, it says well, it says demon, but it's in that font. I was like, what's Whoa. with the demon tattoo? They're like, you've never seen this movie, and I was like, no. Whoa. And that was like ten years ago, and I always remembered that movie. Yeah. And you know, we're coming into the fall season now. Halloween is right around the corner, yeah, and I thought it yeah. might be time to start gearing up. For some spooky movies so what better way what better time yeah. to finally get around to watching demons yeah so this movie came out in 1985 and i i know nothing about it before going yeah. into it but i've come to find out that it inspired a sequel demons 2 yeah i didn't realize that that popped up when it was over and a whole slew of unofficial sequels and you oh, know a movie is know good when other movies don't even care if they're officially a part of the franchise, <laughs> they just want to knock it off. Yeah. So I've heard that the movie, uh, movies like Demon Knight, yeah, Tales from a Crypt movie, and Night of the Demon, and even films, which some people may or may not have heard of out there, a movie called Cemetery Man, which I have seen years uh, ago and always really enjoyed, was an interesting zombie movie. Yeah. Is a spiritual successor to this film, Demons. So Demons is an influential movie from yeah, the 80s. Yeah. And I will tell you up front, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I will go into what I liked about it so much, but I'm shocked that I never saw this movie before. This feels yeah. like a movie. I was watching this movie and I said to myself, I wish I had seen this when I was 12. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. feels like a movie I should have seen a, a hundred times by now. Would've, it would have kicked your ass at 12. I mean, you know, you enjoy it now, but. It reminds me of movies that I loved when I was 12. It yeah. reminds me of Dawn of the Dead. It reminds me of Return of the Living Dead um, and, and great zombie post-apocalyptic movies like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, so my, my take on it again, I always say this, um, there's two things I re- I've repeated in a million episodes and they will both come into play here. You know, horror is not always my genre. Uh, but what I love is a movie that is rides that serious and funny line perfectly. And I will say this was one of those okay. where where it's you know it, it almost reminds me of something the Aquabats would have sh- would show in the back of their concert you know what I mean where uh, oh definitely oh, yeah. oh we're De- going and to you this. would say like where yeah. did this footage come from yeah yeah exactly and you're oh, oh we're going to the theater yes oh I I hope you got popcorn <laughs> you know it's it bleeds into that camp area and that's where then I end up enjoying horror okay and this 
played beautifully to that category. Yeah, I was interested because uh, I know that you're not a huge fan of horror, but I know I also know you love camp and nonsense yes. and silliness. Yes. And this movie has it's heavy handed on both sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where some some parts of this movie are genuinely, I feel, haunting. I think the director, yeah. you know, the the emptiness of corridors with just a curtain blowing. And yes. It, and, and the way they use rock and roll music to be very loud yeah. and then quickly, like, the rock and roll music is playing on the train and the train leaves and the yeah. music fades and now it's just dead quiet. Yeah. There And... and so it's a it's a creepy movie, and then there's extremely gory parts. Yeah, yeah, like extremely gory. Yeah, um, to the point where even I'm like, this might turn some people <laughs> off. Yeah, but but that's what I'm, what you're talking about though is exactly what I mean by walking the line. Because personally, yeah, I love campy, stupid stuff. But if you're too campy and stupid, it, yeah, okay, this is fucking silly. Yeah. can we turn this off? But no, there's actually good filmmaking here. You know what I mean? Doesn't take itself too seriously, but but is still like cares about the filmmaking and it, it, yeah. atmosphere and things like that. That's what I mean by walks the line. It walks the line. Perfect. There's elements in this movie <laughs> that if they were in a more serious movie, it would piss me off. Like oh, yeah. the way the movie ends about how they eventually get out of the theater, which <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah. to, we're jump, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but there's some deus yeah. ex machina yep. moments where yep. in a, in a more serious movie or in like a modern big budget movie, I'd be like, wow, you guys kind of suck. Yeah, but they could do it. But they in a movie like this, it kind of, makes it more interesting because yeah. this is the type of movie where it's like, how crazy are you going to get? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just saw a woman turn into a demon and rip everybody's throats out. Yeah. And, and now all this shit is coming through the walls. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what next? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're all over the map, so we're going to dive into it now and give a real in-depth analysis and discussion about the movie demons. If you haven't seen it, we recommend watching it because we're going to spoil it. Uh, this is uh, we should say up front. This was the final film of Nicoletta Elmi. Who was that? I, I no idea, oh, but I no. saw that on about three different websites. Oh, no. Well, websites. rest in peace, Nicoletta. Yeah. So if you're looking for more Nicoletta films, that's it. That's it. This movie, it's it was made in 1985, but it has almost like 70s vibes to it when it, it yeah, starts. It, it kind of does, yeah. Um, it starts in a subway system, and it's playing like some punk rock music. I think the soundtrack was done by the Goblins, who did all kinds of horror oh, movies yeah, um, from yeah. Italy, and they are awesome. The Goblins have gone on to become kind of like a horror staple in, the, in and of themselves. So if you like horror movies, check out the Goblins and yeah. listen to their music. Oh, definitely, definitely. I love a movie... I especially love movies from the 80s that feature punk rockers because it's always a signal to me that the movie's probably going to be awesome. <laughs> Whether it's good or bad, having, you know, like a dude in a trench coat with a pink mohawk in an 80s movie, I know like somebody's going to get shot point blank in the face with a shotgun. Yeah, in this movie. yeah. It's always just a signal of... They're throwing the rules to the wind kind yes. of a little bit in this movies movie. Yeah. Like Terminator, movies yep. like Toxic Avenger, yeah. you know, anything that features an 80s punk rocker, you know, is just going to be a gonzo movie. E even the original, even the original Turtles movie in late 80s was kind of like out of the safety zone of the cartoon a little you know what i mean yes. like like you know okay turtles cartoon oh they fight this weird monster whatever but that movie was like oh there's like yeah there's punks in it doing bad shit yeah. there you know it adds to uh, the chaos of the movie you know it, i don't know 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, today punk rock is pretty mainstream. Bands like, yeah. you know, Green Day have made it so that everybody loves punk rock. But in the yeah. 80s, it was outside the mainstream. Yeah. I, I think it still was. And so to have yeah. those characters in your movie, it kind of made it like a... Hey, this movie's going to be outside the mainstream. We're yeah. going to get away with things that you would not see in a mainstream movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this movie definitely has that vibe. Uh, the totally. main character, um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember her name. She says oh, it like t- twice in the um, movie. Damn it. I'm so bad with character names. Usually I'm names. good, but the, <laughs> the version I saw of this movie was the English Sh- dub. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. Yeah. I couldn't find the Italian dub. No, me neither. Was it Cheryl? I think it was Cheryl, yeah. yeah. Um, Cheryl gets off the train and full of punk rockers, and as we've kind of explained, the train goes away, and suddenly she's alone in a train station. It's very quiet, and she feels like she's being stalked by somebody, and this weird, almost like Phantom of the Opera-style guy confronts her. Yeah. He has, like, half a mask, metal mask embedded into his face, and he gives her, like, a free movie ticket. Yeah. And he's handing him out to everybody in the subway. It's kind of like a bait and switch. It diffuses the scary situation. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, can I get a second one for my friend? She's waiting for me. And uh, she meets up with her friend. They end up going to see this free movie uh, in this movie theater. Um, And in the lobby of this movie theater, it's super artistic the way it's filmed. The thing about this movie that strikes me so much, even though it's campy and schlocky and really like uh kind of amateurish at yeah. times <laughs> yeah yeah dario argento is known for being very artistic and stylized so the use of color in this movie is amazing the use of costume yeah. the camera work the way that they stage everything you yeah. know what i thought and i don't know if you agree mm. it reminded me almost of of stanley kubrick in a way in the way that they would stage their actors and you would see like full body head to toe shots of people like in yeah. the like in the movie theater lobby when they're like coming into the movie theater and the camera is just kind of dollying past the statue yeah. and sure, there's okay. these people wearing very like fashionable clothes and they're just like yes uh, can I take your ticket yeah the movie will be starting soon it just to me yeah. reminded me of like kind of the day-to-day life that Stanley Kubrick would film in his sure. movies. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I, I was just going to say, though, with that Phantom guy, yeah. that was I had a that was what gave me a good feeling about the rest of the movie when, for some reason, because I love the design of that guy. And then they were like, oh, I'm sorry. So is this look part of the movie? Or And then he just was like... He doesn't answer. I was like, I'm already loving this. I know okay. that like <laughs> bizarre characters who look like a shitty android just on the street is like yeah. something that's going to speak to you. Yeah, I was, ar- I was already like, all right, you, you hooked me. Hey, in, you got in me. the same way where I see, uh, you know, punk rockers with pink hair exactly. and they're playing the goblins and I'm like, I'm here for this movie. Exactly. You see a guy with a mask and they're like, so is that a costume or is that real? And he's yeah. like, ah, walks away. Mm, You're like, yeah. this is what I like out yep, of the movie. Yep, yep. That and Sean, if Sean was here, I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, at this point in the movie, I didn't care. Um, Why does the usher have to dress like that? Stupid. Uh, I was really bored. So thank you, Sean. uh, Manny Machado dressed the same way and they wouldn't let him on the field. So why should he be able to be in demons? Slam Diego. What what he would have said. By the way, the guy in the mask. Yeah. In this movie there, it comes to a point where there's a movie within a movie. Yeah, yeah, which I loved. I, I loved that I was, too. We'll I was get enjoying there. that so that, much. When it hit that point, I was like, "That's when I was like, how have I never seen this? Movie? Yeah, yeah, this is this is genius. That was uh, yeah." But the guy in the mask, he also plays the main character in the movie within a movie. Oh, 
I didn't even, I didn't even and realize. And he himself is an Italian horror movie director. And oh. so he's he was and he did like B camera. Uh, be, he he did like the second crew for this movie. Oh no shit! So this is all just oh, a bunch of like okay. horror buddies, filmmaking oh, cool. friends who are like teaming yeah. up in each other's movies. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so in this lobby of the movie theater, there is a really. This also sold me on the movie is this statue of like uh, it's a motorcycle with a mannequin on top with like BDSM armor holding a katana, oh, and, yeah. and like a yeah. demon mask yeah. in one hand. And it's kind of like a centerpiece art display for the movie they're about yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody here knows what the movie is. They're worried it's going to be a horror movie. <laughs> um, and we meet all the characters in the movie who will eventually be victims of the demons. There's like a married couple. There's like a pimp and his two prostitutes. Yeah. I was going to say it didn't even it kills me that I it didn't even occur to me while I was watching it how the blind man going to see a movie was a gag. Yeah. I didn't even think, because I was so into like, ooh, what's going to happen? I was, honestly, I was in like. Yeah, there's a blind guy and his niece is his assistant. Yeah. And that's and, supposed to be a joke. Yeah, but I didn't, it didn't even occur to me because I'm just like, oh, I wonder, what's this guy's story? Ooh, I, was, I, was too, I was too down the rabbit hole at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you're just sucked in. Yeah. I felt the same way. <laughs> um, one of the people, the one of the prostitutes, puts the mask from the display on, and she's, like, joking around with it, and it kind of nicks her, and it cuts her on the cheek. Mm, no. When they watch the movie, um, I love it. it, it, it there's something about um, a scene like this, and I can't think of any now, but you basically watch, you start watching the movie within a movie, mm. and it's also a pretty interesting horror movie. It's like two guys on motorcycles with their girlfriends roll into a graveyard and they just start exploring the tomb. And, yeah. and the girls are scared. They're like, yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. And I'm like, yeah. come on, you don't know what you're talking about. Let's see what's down here. And it's like so Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and all the main characters are just watching this movie. And it just kind of shows, you know, the camera dollies. I love movies like this where it's like taking place in a cinema. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's just very comforting and nostalgic to me when I when I see scenes like this. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's funny. I, at one point, I looked down to get something, or I was getting something to eat, or something. When I looked back, it, it was yeah, them going through the graveyard, and I was like, "Damn, they left the theater and went to do." <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't occur to me, and then it cut to them all watching it on the screen. I'm like, oh, this rules. We're getting two. We're getting two good movies. Two for one. the price yeah. of one. <laughs> and in the movie, they with, committed to it. Yeah. In the movie, within a movie, while they're exploring, they basically start robbing these graves, and they find a book with this warning about demons and they find a mask and it's the same mask that was in the lobby. And in the oh, movie, yeah. within a movie, the character puts the mask on and nicks his face, just like the character in our movie has yeah. already done it. And she starts to have kind of this panic attack. And she's like, excuse me, uh, the character in our movie. And she goes to the bathroom. And this to me was where it became a great horror film because you just hear the dialogue from the movie within a movie yeah. as she's going to this bathroom that feels extremely claustrophobic. Yeah. And it's just like you're having a panic attack. And out of nowhere, the movie's been pretty pretty tame up till this point. Yeah. Arguably a little boring, though I was enjoying it. The nick on her face starts to throb and pulse and like yeah. it, it explodes. Yeah. yeah. And basically she's just like a green vomit spewing demon. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Um, by the way, again, I got to point out, I love, I love some corny dialogue, man, when it, when it's appropriate and God, I was cracking up. I thought it was this part. Maybe it was a different, 
I might be jumping ahead actually, but when they hear they hear like screaming and ah and all that stuff and huh, what was that? Huh, relax, that's just the Dolby system. That would fucking crack me up. Yeah. Like the corniest line possible to deliver at the most serious moment. That is anyway. yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's a part coming up uh because yeah. her friend goes to check on her. Yeah, and, okay. Sorry, I jumped ahead. And gets attacked by this demon, and she ends up like now that she's mortally wounded, kind of going back into the movie theater <laughs> behind the screen and screaming as she dies as well, <laughs> which is very similar to like the opening of Scream 2. Did they just steal never, that from I this ne- movie? I never saw that. I never saw Scream 2. I never saw Scream 1. That just occurred to me. I never saw any Screams. You got to watch a lot of horror movies yeah, this I gonna, Halloween. I was going to say. Scream shit. is a classic. I've always heard that about the first one. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I think I tricked myself into thinking I already watched it. I did not watch it, so mm. maybe that's something. Well, we'll have to visit that for a later movie club. That's what I'm saying. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, the girl behind the uh, screen kind of breaks through the screen and dies. It's actually super artistic and stylized again. Yeah, that was cool. Because the movie within a movie turns into like a slasher film when one of the characters gets possessed by a demon. And it's a scene where the girl is in a tent and he's trying to stab through the tent with a knife. But at the same time, our girl is behind the movie screen and she's trying to break through the movie screen. It You have to watch it to kind of understand, but it's very artistic where in the movie they're trying to stab through the tent and the screen is poking forward because she's trying to break through it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are layers to it. Yeah. Also, but, I want to say, sorry, I forgot to say this a minute ago, but with the, when they put the mask on and it cut them and all that stuff, yeah. I already knew what was going to happen. I mean, I guess you one could assume anyway because you're watching a horror movie. It's called Demons, and you know it's going to go that direction. But all the JoJo fans out there knew what was going to happen there. This is very similar to how that show, the whole show starts. This fucking demon mask, don't put that on. Oh, I think it, did it take, is doing something with my blood? Oh, did it take my blood? Did it bite me? Did it, you know? All the JoJo fans know. And these came out around the same time, I think. The manga and this. Who did who did what first? JoJo was watching Argento. That's what I think. That Dargento's bizarre adventure. Who knows? Yeah. So look it up. Do the research because I, I don't know. When the girl breaks through the movie screen, uh, it's probably one of the coolest effects in the movie because you yeah. get to see her transform into a demon, and it's very yeah, like, cool. gruesome and body horror. Yeah, Sean would have loved it or yep. hated it, depending on his mood. Uh, like claws come out of her fingernails, her teeth fall out and are replaced by fangs. <laughs> it was very <laughs> like ooh, like th- yeah. that looks painful. Yeah, it was gross. It was definitely yeah gross. Yeah. Um, and basically all hell breaks loose in the movie theater. At this point, um, there's a couple demons running around. They're in the movie theater. The movie stopped and the audience is aware of this. So they flee the movie theater, but magically they can't get out. Yeah. I, I was cracking up when they're like tra- tearing doors down and yeah. doing whatever. It's like, what the, what? the movie, <laughs> the movie theater like has magically self sealed it itself up. The doors are locked and they break down the doors and rip them down. And there's like a wall, a magic like wall behind the door that they all entered. Yo, that sucks. <clears throat> when you think something's a door and then it's not a door, that ain't that ain't fun. Yeah. That ain't fun. Uh, the pimp who now both of his prostitutes have, have turned into demons. He kind of like becomes <laughs> the leader of the group. And he's yeah. like, they decide it's the movie that's turning everybody into demons. So they go to destroy the projector. It's very... 1985 futuristic high-tech self-operating projector. Oh. Yeah. 
And they cut that thing. <laughs> they do their own cut of that film. Yeah, they destroy it. Um, but the blind man, he, uh, he's been attacked by the demons. His eyes have been ripped out. A couple of people have died at this point. He tells them it's not the movie that's turning people into demons. Yeah. It's this movie theater. And so we have to get out of here. Uh, to be honest, the movie kind of, you know, it, it, I'm not going to say it devolves. Well, I am. I'm going to say it devolves yeah. into a basically a zombie movie at this point. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. could, you know, and we could go beat by beat summing up everything that happens. But much in the same way, if you watch a movie like Dawn of the Dead or Return of the Living Dead yeah. or Shaun of the Dead, it just uh -huh. gets to the point where there's a bunch of monsters chasing people and you either have to fight them or run away yeah. and the group gets split up and you know you're most just most of them turn yeah and whatever. yeah people get in this case people get scratched and the scratch will fester and boil and eventually they will turn into a demon themselves yeah so it's very much like an infectious post-apocalyptic it's it's similar to a zombie movie but yeah. in this one they're demons yeah um so hard cut to this other group of people. Suddenly it just cuts to these punk rockers driving yeah. around the city yeah. in a car. It goes <laughs> to this scene like, Hey, these guys are like really, I think this movie takes place in Berlin. Hey, these oh, guys okay. are uh, taking in Berlin. Yeah, they're driving around. Look at all the stores. Yeah. All right. Back to the movie theater full of demons. <laughs> yeah. La, 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 demon, that demons, was cracking demons. me yeah. up. That was cracking me up. Back to these punk rockers in a car. Oh, I'm going to go on record. Um, you know, Mac and me, you remember we we reviewed Mac and Me and oh, said yeah. Mac and Me might have the greatest product placement in a movie of all time yes. because Coca-Cola brought the alien back to life. Yeah. How, how do you top that? I think we've done it. I think this movie has a better product placement. Oh, my God. Because all of all four of the kids in this car, these, yeah. these punk rock teenagers, they're enjoying one can of Coke and they're do they're doing such an interesting thing with it. Yeah. They have a straw in the can and they're drinking it through their nose. They're like putting the straw on their nose with the can. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. And then it just cuts to he's driving with the can and it just says Coke on the can. <laughs> they filled the can with cocaine. Dude. The Coca-Cola company, ballsy to sign up on this one. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, all it, it, they probably called Coca-Cola and said, hey, had an idea for a scene and we're going to prominently feature you don't even have to pay for it we'll prominently feature you okay yeah that sounds good cool and we're just going to show the, only the original ingredients um, okay what did you think of that when he was snorting the coca-cola and then it cuts to his hand just says coke i was fucking cracking up that yeah. is my, that is my kind of fucking stupid that, gag that for me that was killing me that sealed the deal <laughs> i was like yeah. this movie is a classic like yep. this is one of the greatest horror movies i've never seen yeah because at that point it was so violent it was so campy and then out of nowhere you just cut to these punk rockers snorting drugs out of a soda can <laughs> and then literally it's like all right back to the theater yeah like that okay all right hmm, i'll put that in my uh, back pocket i'll save that for later oh yeah, yeah we cut back great. to them um they end up spilling the cocaine oh god oh. then they then they like freak out and they <laughs> meticulously clean up the cocaine yeah this was kind of like all right i got it <laughs> oh, we got some in the valley there. Yeah, I saw I saw one reviewer who said, uh, if nothing else, Demons takes a, a great efforts to show you the best ways to clean up spilled cocaine. Because <laughs> yeah. it's seriously like 10 minutes. It's like, so I'm, I'm like, good. Skip. One guy's scraping it off the seats with a knife. 
<laughs> one guy's like picking it out of his clothes. Yeah. One guy has like a spoon. He's like shoveling it onto paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then another guy is like p- taking it off this girl's boobs. Um, so they're proper coked out. And, you know, this, the scene actually pays off, I think, because they get pulled over by some cops and they like flee the scene because they're like coked out. <laughs> and the cops chase them and they end up running to the back door of the movie theater um, and they slip into the movie theater. And as they slip in, something slips out and Uh-oh. the cops come looking for them and they, you know, in a very horror movie fashion, go look at that thing that slipped out and it's a demon. Mm-hmm. And the cops kind of shoot at this demon. And then we just go back into the movie theater for the remainder of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of stuff happens. We're back into the classic tropes of it's kind of like a zombie movie. The whole coked out punk rockers, they just get wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, they're too 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 coked too, out. Too coked yeah. to contribute. There is this famous scene where they discover all these demons coming up a staircase and all their eyes are glowing. Yeah. I thought that was really that, cool. That that's a shot like I said, I feel like I've seen that whether it was in the background at an Aquabats concert or yeah. something something else. I know I've seen that shot. It's that, famous. That struck me yeah, uh, as familiar. But um, I was just thinking about, sorry, just just real quick with the Coke scene. Yeah. I wish they would have added what would have been a great gag. I don't mean to tell him how to make his own movie here, but it would have been such a great gag if they're all doing that in the car. And then you go to the last person in the car and they're like, yeah. And they've got like a Dr. Pepper or something in their nose. And it's like, dude, you don't get it. Like you ruined this fucking bit. Uh, th- you know, they weren't on that level in 1985. Yeah. They weren't thinking of our 2020 humor. Yeah. We're, you know, the remake. Though, to this that's what we'll do next time. Anyway. Um, various groups of people die. They split off into different factions and, you know, they have some plans to try to escape from the theater. But, you know, safe to say all of the plans fail. Yeah. And time and again, they are unable to escape from the theater, despite all the things they try. And it usually results in a a fraction of the group getting killed to the point where there's only two people left. It's the main girl, Cheryl, and this guy who was flirting with her. um, I don't remember his name. I want to say it was like Fred or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George? George. It was. It was George. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking like, wow, Cheryl and George are fucked. Like, they can't get out of this theater. They're surrounded by demons. What are they going to do? Literally, the roof starts to rumble, (laughs) and it crashes, and a helicopter just falls into the theater. Perfect. Perfect timing. So at first, I was like, this suddenly feels like I'm on the Universal Backlot Tour. <laughs> yeah, like it this, really did. This helicopter It prop. even looked like a prop. Yeah, yeah like this, did, yeah. this kind of, like, what the fuck is going on here? For some people, this would suck. But for me, this became awesome. And I don't know how you feel it, about this. Yeah. But basically, everybody on the helicopter is dead. And it kind of implies, and as the movie wraps up here, because we're in the final minutes of the movie, it implies that the whole world outside this movie theater is, rocked. is yeah. already overrun by demons. Yeah, yeah. That guy that escaped when the punk rockers came in and the yeah. cops shot him, that was patient zero, and the whole yep. city is fucked. Yep. Yeah, and like you said earlier, if this was a more serious movie, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, great, wow. Yeah. We found a way out of that one, I guess. For this movie, 100% it works. Yeah. Total, it totally works. I was watching a review, and somebody was like, you know, the, the punk rock 
characters were kind of pointless because they just do cocaine and then they get to the theater and they die. And I'm like, yeah, but that is the moment where the demons get out of the theater. <laughs> they, they end the world. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I kind basically. of think it's, I think it's poignant that yeah. it's not just the people in the theater and it's not just the demons, but sometimes it comes down to just a couple of bumbling idiots leave a door open. Yeah. And that is the thing that turns the tide that changes the course of history. Bro, Star Wars. What 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 lets the trilogy happen is two idiot guards go, should we shoot that uh, pod? No, there's no life forms on it. All right. Yeah. And the fucking and the droids are the catalyst that, for all of it. That's the equivalent I of, love of, that. of coked out punk rockers leave the door open. Exactly. And one demon gets out. Exactly. So, I love that yeah. kind of shit. So, so to yes. me, the helicopter came through and I was like, what the fuck is this? But as they're seeing that the crew on the helicopter is dead, I'm just thinking like that demon that got out 45 minutes ago that they haven't even called back to in the movie. No way. No way. <laughs> They're able to climb out of the theater. They find the masked guy who started all this mess, who was handing out the flyers in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they fight with him. It's pretty scary because he, you know, almost kills them in a very like horrible way, but they are able to kill him. Ha 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 ha. And they're just running through the city now. It's overrun. It's it reminds me again of like Return of the Living Dead yeah. when the zombies like get out of the cemetery and the police are there like shooting guns at yeah. them and they're trying to contain it. And a car full of like survivors pulls up and it's like, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. And this is how the movie ends. They're like, <laughs> we're gonna drive west because we saw some lights over there and maybe there's still some civilization left. Roll credits. Yeah. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, this is badass. I'm already like loving this movie, Bravo. But it's doing this weird thing where it's like pushing in on the on George and Cheryl, like from the front, pushing it on the from behind, pushing it on them. And then it shows Cheryl kind of like scratching her neck. And out of nowhere, the credits stop, and she's a demon, and she attacks George and this little kid in the car with a shotgun, like, blasts her (laughs) away. They throw her body out the back of the car. She (laughs) fucking lands on the ground, and the credits resume. And they just drive off into the distance. Dude. And I was like, what the fuck? You killed your main character? Yeah. Hey, I've never seen that before in a movie. Yeah. Hey, if you think Marvel did the, started the mid credits shit, this movie did it first and better. That, I mean, that was such a fucking whip, you know, I agree. breakneck twist. And when it went to credits, I almost turned it off. I mean, I was, you know what I mean? I'll leave it on, but it was just kind of like, well, okay, I can move on. But it was like, they're doing something here. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. There are there are other movies from, you know, the 80s. Ferris Bueller was one of them that do have a post credit scene. But I don't know of another one that did a mid-credits thing. Like, a mid-credit you know I mean? kill. I, I, I really can't think of one. I really don't know. Um, I thought it was great. Yeah. And. I agree. You know, this movie, it, it, I've been saying it this whole time. It reminds me of some zombie movies like Night of the Living yeah. Dead and Dawn of the Dead and Return of the Living Dead. And in those movies, there's this tone at the end of the movie where like at at the end of Night of the Living Dead, they get out of the house and there's like a group of like humans there and they're roaming the countryside, kind of hunting all the zombies. And it's like, oh, don't worry, like things are going to be okay. At the end of Return of the Living Dead, 
all the zombies break loose. And I'm going spo- to spoil a couple movies here. Sorry if you haven't mm-hmm. seen these. All the zombies break loose and the military ends up issuing a nuclear strike. And it like yeah. wipes out the town. And it's kind of like, yeah, that was fucking crazy. But that's what we had to do yeah. to take care of the zombies. Yeah. This movie is like out of nowhere, like, oh, we got it at a theater. Yeah, no, the whole world's fucked. Really? Yep. Credits. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, they're, you're, they didn't even try to resolve it. It was just yeah. like, yeah. And then everything was bad from yeah. that point on. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I actually can't think of another movie that just does that. I, I, I have always loved that where it's like, solve, solve the thing you've been trying to solve the whole movie, but ultimate, yeah. like, ultimately uh, something on another level is happening okay bye you know like yeah uh you know the 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 planet of the apes that literally ends with the planet blowing up you know it's like you resolve the story but like that's happening you know yeah i've i've always loved a that to me is a great has always been the the greatest twist ending is the ending you can't the inevitable uh doom it's almost like i like that (laughs) the greatest twist ending is no twist yeah 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 because i know there's other zombie movies that end with the world is fucked i know at the end of dawn of the dead they don't beat the zombies but they still are able to like flee yeah flee the mall that they're trapped at the whole movie and in some way, a lot of these movies give you some hope where like maybe the world won't get better, but but these characters will get through it. Yeah. Um, this movie just felt especially bleak, <laughs> but I liked it because yeah. it was such a silly movie through and through. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's a movie set to like metal music yeah. and punk rock music yeah. that the bleakness at the end was almost just like a fuck you yeah yeah yeah. it it just felt very punk rock that's what i was gonna say the whole movie was punk rock so what what better way to 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 end it than to smash the guitar at the end you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah this show's over yeah (laughs) um i i do want to rewind because i i i glossed over my absolute favorite part of the whole movie okay i was gonna say you might be thinking of the same yes the hero shot at the end of the movie before the helicopter shows up okay Remember we said there was in the lobby the statue with the armor and the katana and yeah. the motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main character gets on that motorcycle yeah. with the katana and he's like, hey, if we can't get out of this theater, we'll just fucking fight. Yeah. And it's like a metal thrash this song. This is exactly what I was thinking of. I was like, we didn't even bring this up. And he's just riding this motorcycle through the theater with a katana and he's just like hacking all of them. And I'm like... This is so heroic. Yeah. This is like the knight on horseback in shining armor. Yeah. Vanquishing the infidels. Yeah. It was so cool. Um, you know, it was such a badass moment in the movie. I really love that. I loved it well. too. And it also brought up more imaginative possibilities. Did is that was that something they was that predicted by you know what I mean? Like whoever set the movie up to do what it did and in that set up the theater to do what it did. Or you know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? Is like, was that like part of the prophecy that was going to happen? That's why they yeah, had a statue. Yeah, I know what you mean because that got uh, yeah, my imagination. I, in going. the movie within a movie, yeah. does the katana and motorcycle show up? Yeah, like, exactly. It, it, are those the legendary or, weapons to vanquish the demons? Yeah, or is that part of this fucking evil prophecy that they thought would happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was interesting. That to me was too. cool. That was really cool. I liked it. So uh, so that was demons. Yeah, that that just what we talked about added to the movie it was a very cool heroic climax before the helicopter shows up yeah um yeah so 
Once again, I I feel like this is one of the best horror movies that I've never seen. An yeah. Italian 1985, you know, classic as far as I'm concerned. I wish I would have seen this earlier. <laughs> I recommend it to people yeah. out there. I'm ready to do some popcorn shakes. Sure. I'm going to give this one four out of five popcorn shakes. Oh, okay. I think it's a great horror film. If you like horror movies, especially if you like campy, yeah. zombie horror movies, you owe it to yourself to watch Demons. Yeah. To me, this is the Italian Return of the Living Dead. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I would say for me, it's tough. I actually, there's there are parts of me that is is like, yeah, four. I'm I, I'm down with that. Um, you know, but I don't know if I would return to this off. You know, like now that I've seen it, I don't know how soon I'll go back to it. It's still not my genre, but if I'm going to do watch anything from this genre, this is the kind of shit I do want to watch. I'll probably still I'll probably still stick with a three. But I'm t- but I'm tempted to do a four. In fact, I would say three point five. Maybe that would round up to a four. But I'll stick with go. three. I'll stick with three. But a very well, solid three. I there you I, have. I really it. enjoyed it. And I think Sean would give it a two. So that's what I'm gonna say. You, yeah, you give it a two. This is a fucking it, it, bummer. The world's fucked up at the end. One and a half. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. that takes it down. Can we do a happy ending next time? Yeah, I think he would hate the ending. Actually, I actually, yeah, I do. That too. would really ruin. It's a bummer. It. Like after all that, and that's and the world's fucked. This is a fucking bummer. Why did I? Why do you start the movie showing me this girl on a train so she could have her brains blown out an hour later? Save me an hour and a half. Just shoot her on the train. Yeah, exactly. That All right, so I think Sean gives it a one, actually. I think, yeah. he, I think he hates it. I think he would have liked the filmmaking, though. I, I, I think two was actually right. a pretty good Okay, pretty so a two. Two from yeah. Sean. We've decided. Yeah. So that's uh, Demons. Uh, Rocco, I think okay. you're going to have to pick the next one. Okay, do, what do you want to do? Do you want to go? I, I li- See, I like to give a choice, or at least the illusion of choice. Do you want to stay in the 80s? This is the blue pill or red pill. Do you stay in the rabbit hole or whatever the fuck he says? Whoa. Do you want to stay in the 80s or go... Or go hyper recent, very recent. I love a good 80s film personally, so I'm going to pick stay in the 80s. Okay. All right. We are going to go to a movie that I brought up earlier in this. Okay. How good is the original Turtles movie? Did it hold up or is it unbearable now? Let's watch that. Oh, the original? I always liked number two better. The right? or, Well, yeah, well, that's but what I'm I, saying. I guess I'll have to revisit the first one. The original movie with, hey, you want movies with punkers in it? You got it. The original. Is that 19, really an 80s movie? I thought that was like 1990. 19, I think it's 1989. Um, It might have it come out in 90. Uh, it did come out in 90. I oh, apologize. Uh, well, it was well, made in 1989. Okay, it still counts. They but, were in the 80s when they filmed it. Yes. We were just in the 90s but, when we saw it. But let's revisit that film and see if it stands up or if it's like, oh, my <clears throat> God, I was into this shit. Wow. You know? Why All not? right. So we're going to watch the Teenaged Mutant Ninja Turtles on the next episode of Movie Club. Come back and see it because we're going to be heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Is that from? Oh, shit. Uh, Spoiler. uh, Damn, thanks.